Borag Thong Earthlets! It's Conrad with a special message from Space Spinner 2000. Besides our regular end of 1985 spinnies, we want to do a 2018 year in review show. And as part of it, we thought it'd be fun to do an AMA between ourselves and with questions from you, the listeners. So feel free to ask us anything about the show, Fox or myself personally, 2000 AD, or any other deep philosophical questions you might be pondering, and we'll do our best to answer. The show will come out soon after New Year's, so get those questions in now. You can submit them to us by using any of our social media, at SpaceSpinner2K on Twitter, SpaceSpinner2000 on Facebook or Instagram, on the 2080 forums, or via email at SpaceSpinner2000 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon, and happy holidays from all of us at Space Spinner 2000. Splendigvertrig! The whispers in the morning Of lovers sleeping tight Of rolling by Borak Thong Earthlets. My name is Conrad alongside my friend Fox, and this is the 141st episode of Space Spinner 2000, a podcast where two Americans try to make sense of the UK's own galaxy's graced comic 2000 AD, one month of progs at a time. This episode, we've reached the end of 1985 on our timeline. Celebrate. So... <laughs> so we're doing we're so, so, so we're going to take this episode and do a retrospective of the year in progs as always it's a good way to talk about the previous year in 2000 ad and to help that conversation we're giving out awards in our number of our categories once again it's the spinny oh my god it's so beautiful uh, i'm glad everyone could join us here tonight and conrad it's a fine time to sit down have a cigar and talk knowledgeably i guess about oh, no. about this <laughs> ridiculous uh dice throwing burning inferno that has been so much of 1985 there's so much uh as i was kind of going through this there's so many things that just catch mm-hmm. on fire or melt or uh just kind of incinerate really it's fucking insane <laughs> I mean, you know, that's always the way, right? We had a whole year of a, of a meltdown man, for God's sake. And I really, I, I mean, if, if you're going to bring up that, I mean, does he ever melt? When does meltdown man melt? Melted right at the start. It was the meltdown from <laughs> the nuclear weapon that blasted him into the future, bro. Yeah, but I, I'm going to keep writing in to figure out when does meltdown man melt? Why is his meltdown and then I guess melting? I guess he melted down a second time when another nuke like oh, sent God. him back to the present. <laughs> remember, and it was like, oh, hey, none of this ever happened. Man. Remember Meltdown Man? Vividly, yeah. Oh, God. Remember Chitara? How Chitara showed up? And uh, remember Tiger Commander? Never forget. Hashtag never forget Tiger Commander. Of course I remember Char- Tiger Commander, buddy. I've, oh, I forget what the actual name of the cat lady in Meltdown was. <laughs> That's why I call her Chitara. Might have had a C. Okay, anyhow. Anyhow. Good lord. Um, <laughs> Back to the present of 1985. Yeah. You know, as always, bunch of categories, loosely as possible. You know, could be for a single page, whole year, whatever. 
And this year, as la- um, a bunch of people wrote in nominations for their awards, and I'll just li- I'm going to do them all, all at the end this time because a lot of people sort of wrote like paragraph entries, and it's weird to split them up. Awesome. Anyhow, um, I really appreciate people writing in. And I really have to keep that going. If you can, you know, just love hearing people talk about thrill power and all that stuff. And if, you know, how their opinions match up with ours and who's wrong and right. Um, I feel like I'm usually yeah. right, but I also, you well, know. Well, I'm more right than you. I mean, yeah, that's fair. just to yeah. be on record. <laughs> I'm willing to be disagreed with, as always. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, you can all, and, and that's the thing, is like, um, we obviously have a presence on the 2080 forums where you can mm-hmm. leave your opinions. Uh, you can always email us, right? Kind of? Yep. Or, yeah. or send email. us uh, information on the Facebook. Yeah, hit me on the, hit us up on the social media. You know, I am accepting uh, 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 tweets, Facebook messages, DMs of all kinds, whatever, you know? We like, will just put gotta sh- you. Yeah. In our audio medium, always to uh, to forever be remembered uh, when the aliens come and and like in that movie AI extract information from the corpse dying husk of this wonderful podcast, which will inform literally billions of people about something uh, that we are now at this point historians about. Bro, those weren't aliens; those were super futuristic robots. Oh, that's they right. just looked yeah. like aliens, man. Make me fight about AI. Ridiculous. Steven Spielberg got weird. (laughs) Steven Spielberg got real weird. Fair enough. All right. So enough of this mucking about, Fox, that our pre-show entertainment (laughs) as we sort of dirtle around in our golden tuxedos before we start announcing (laughs) awards, you know? I love the word dirtle. (laughs) Like... Yeah, this is the this is the Spinney's equivalent of like a mo- of like a of like a montage of all the movies of the year in one place or something. Let's instead so, get to these so awards. Yeah, with Ooh. category one, best art. Yeah, you oh, know, man, I got so yeah. many words about this. As always, I'm sure, like all Spinney's episodes, I'll start calling them categories and end up calling them awards or something like that. So you know, just bear with me. Um, Fox, <laughs> no, 1985. Oh my god, crazy year for art in 2000 AD. What was your horrifying? Top? Were your tops horrifying <laughs> year for art? Oh my god. Um, so I've got quite a few runners up. These are all single-page entries this time, uh, which is a little bit off the beaten path for me. So um, my first runner-up of of three is uh, Prague 419, which is May 25th. Uh, And that goes to Kev O'Neill's cover page, um, which is uh, kind of, you know, each of the four judges or the, you know, evil judges. um, Just kind of each of their faces in this, like, burning inferno with just in the middle, there's no stopping us. Oh, and it's yeah, just like this one. crazy, creepy, awesome thing. Um, you know, the four dark judges was like a, a big deal thing for me. I really loved the, uh, you know, sort of the Judge Anderson um, storyline. Mm-hmm. It was neat. Um, but this really kind of stood out to me as like this awesome piece of artwork for it. Uh, for my second runner-up, um, that's Prague 450. It's also a cover page. December 28th with Alan Davis. It's, uh, of course, oh, yeah. DRN Quinch. I mean, this we just covered this, like, not too long ago. But the, my thing that I, like, absolutely fucking love about this is just that there's so much on the two-page spread for you to kind of 
like look at and get into uh specifically yeah, i love the, the i love the cassette of mind the oranges marlin uh it's just really fucking great but there's there's a lot in there um it's just really neat to look at i i suggest that people go through if they can to just kind of take a look at it it's super silly i miss dr and quinch i think they're fucking fantastic uh, I vaguely remember you saying that Alan Moore doesn't remember doing any of these. Shame on you. They're fucking no, excellent. No, he, he remembers. He just, he uh, he's disavowed it, which is kind of funny. It's so weird. It's just yeah. so weird because they're great. They're just like great delinquents and kind of seeing the evolution, but on two pages is sort of, it's interesting, especially with a Christmas motif sort of shadowing the whole thing. You know? Definitely. Um. So my my final runner-up, um, this goes to Prague 413, it's April 13th, and this goes to Ian Gibson. Uh, holy shit, Toby is actually the Terminator. It says oh, Hot yeah. Digital Dog on it, which really I would have just put instead Nightmare Hound or something. <laughs> this, was, this was a pivotal turning point for my enjoyment of the Ballad of Halo Jones for so many reasons. Mm. This was terrifying... On so many levels, not just having a, a robot dog, like, trying to murder you, but a robot dog who is not just infatuated, but obsessed and in love with you, trying to murder you, which is, you know, I just feel like that's just not a good situation to be in overall. <laughs> and this, mm-hmm. this creep, this cover creeped me the fuck out. But, uh, no, man, my, my top spot goes to Prague 433 in the, uh, the illustrious page that shall never be forgotten. Bella Dinelli with 1010 Never Again, man. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> the, that was possibly... The, the Crokeside trip was possibly the most um, abhorrent, terrifying, beautiful, horrible <laughs> way to end to end something that, like... Like, I, I love ace trucking. I probably mm-hmm. don't love it as much as I love other things, but it it's always been consistent in like its ridiculousness. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think like the through line of it has always been great, but then only to watch this guy just commit suicide into a son while him and, and, uh, the ghost are just melting into this giant blast furnace. Just, it was like so yeah. striking. I had no idea it was coming. Absolutely. Yeah. I, so, I actually used that one for the cover of that episode and I got a comment with someone saying uh, like, I did not expect it to actually be this graphic in comparison to what you guys said yeah. on the show. <laughs> it's pretty fucking graphic, man. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. So that's, that's my top spot. I mean, you know, I, I love Kev O'Neill. I love Ian Gibson. Davis is pretty fucking good, but like Bella Dinelli, man, whenever I can just give him a top spot in art, I, I like it always feels so right. So nice. Conrad, now that I've now I've gone through so many words about this art hoobajuba, man oh man, what's what's your fucking top art here, man? Give me oh, give man. me some of your give me some yeah. of your feelings about this. There was a lot to like this year for sure. And actually a lot of new guys kind of stepping up to the plate both this year and last year. So I actually have uh, like three runners up and a winner. And there's a couple honorable mentions I want to do too. Yeah, um, dude. So like, I guess my first runner up or my, yeah, whatever. My third runner up was what was uh, Glenn Fabry and, and, and David Pugh for Slain this year. Ooh, um, I mean, these guys so really, yeah, they really stepped up to the plate at the start of, uh, 
of this year and really just made Slain their own in this new sort of like in the new Slain setting with all of this like with the crazy like like sci-fi aliens and stuff like that. They did something that made Slain feel familiar from like the McMahon Bellardinelli days, but also really made him this whole new thing and gave Slain kind of a new look and stuff like that, you know. I think Pew gets sort of the short shift a lot, although he does. I, I feel like he does a lot of the day, a, a lot of the day to day stuff for Slane, and mm. uh, uh, Fabry is still sort of finding his, still sort of finding his his legs in terms of getting things out consistently. Just sort of shows up every, you know, he's like the cleanup artist. Like he shows up every now and then, and like hits a home run, but only after <laughs> only after Pew has loaded the bases, if that makes sense. For, nah, man. Sometimes you this, just gotta bring in your Babe Ruth. Yeah, if, if if this baseball metaphor makes sense to our mostly English audience, but anyhow, uh, my <laughs> my next runner-up was Carlos Escara for his work on Strong Team Dog and Dread this year. Um, you know, oh, yeah, it's fantastic. a it's a sad nomination just because we lost Carlos this year in 2018, which is a real bummer. And he's such a defining uh, artist for 2018, the defining artist, I'd say, especially. As we go through the years, and he sticks around as everybody, as so many other artists leave. Um, but you know, just amazing stuff. His, especially in like the Slavers of Drool this year in this in Strong Team Dog, like the that those big pictures of like the giant like statues of these ugly guys that have, you know Larrys that have been that that, that is despotic leaders and stuff absolutely uh, you know the heartfelt way we see him uh draw like johnny and wolf being um attacked in the, at, at the start of the ragnarok storyline and just everything yeah. else you know he's ascara uh, is such a great hand i um oh uh stainless steel rat too at the beginning of the year oh, was also i was i was about to say it's like like from comedic to serious, right? Like he can he can kind of juggle yeah. both. No, he's a great you know, and then even just like d- dumb stuff like the Tharg's pictures and, or stories and oh, stuff. God. You know, he's such a great u- utility artist and really carries so much. You know, can do can fill so many roles in 2000 AD. It's great. Uh, Absolutely. My, yeah, my final runner up is Brian Talbot for Nemesis. Uh, Ooh, like. Again, like we sort of saw him get started in the in the Gothic Empire storyline last year, but this year in Nemesis, finishing up the Gothic Empire and then the Reve- the Vengeance of Thoth storyline, have both been real. Have some really amazing stuff from from Talbot. You know, I love he does these like close up like like these close up fight scenes that really kind of bring you into a, a visceral feeling in the action. The cityscapes he draws like on termite during Vengeance of Thoth are really great and really draw you into the story and pick up some of that flavor of that Kev O'Neill had in the early days of Nemesis where you know you just see these images and and for me it just kind of like like sets fire to my imagination and makes me sort of imagine new you know things happening in these situations and stuff that i really look for uh but my winner fox is cam kennedy for judge dread holy shit you know we've seen cam a lot do a lot of stuff especially in like the vcs and rogue trooper and stuff i feel like this is the time when he really made judge dread his you know he became a top guy on judge dread and really did some amazing stuff this year. You know, he seems like one of the go one of their go to guys for sort of these five and six page extended stories. And you know, he drew the uh, the Super Surf Seven, which is my favorite like piece of of two thousand eighty art. So I'd be a hypocrite to not put him in the top spot. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and doing a fantastic job. I think that's a well-deserved top spot. Yeah, I really like his stuff, and it's really like... You know he he just really does does a good job of capturing both the like the 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 grim dangerous stuff in uh, in Judge Dredd and sort of the exciting funny and fun stuff too. You know, although I'd be a fool to not um, also call out um, in in like a uh, in sorry to not call out as a, like as an honorable mention uh, Ian Gibson for his work, especially on Halo Jones. Amazing stuff in I Halo did. Jones. This year, although I think personally, like you know, I'm I almost kind of want to just like not give as much stuff to Halo Jones this year, just save it up like <laughs> like the like the Oscars did with uh, with Lord of the Rings, and just sort of you know like have all this stuff for uh, for it next year when the with, with, with the final edition, you know. But still, um, anyhow, <laughs> I mean that's. It's definitely part and parcel to what I'm doing here, although not not for the third book. I'm I'm giving way to a lot of people in this one because I don't I I keep it no secret where the Ballad of Halo Jones book two rests one for me. Yeah, there's amazing stuff in there for sure. All right, so let's move on to category two: best writer. Fox, Ooh. who did the best writing? Like the stories, oh. turns of phrase, whatever else for this year twists and turns so so jesus uh, this is gonna be i feel like this is gonna be long-winded um, please so, now's the time man i don't have you know i don't have a button to play the music so i, I can't stop you so do do what feels right <laughs> <laughs> um so just kind of starting off with harry harrison uh with the original Ooh. novel and obviously kelvin Ke- uh kelvin gosnell um conforming it to uh the actual material is stainless steel rat right this is my nice kind of this is like I, i've got like six fucking runners up here man like this is pretty rough so <laughs> so here's the deal like stainless steel rat runs for president isn't just like funny it might uh be the best i mean you do sort of oh, need wow. all of the other stainless steel rats to sort of predicate it uh in a way right like you have the family yeah to kind of understand the characters and stuff yeah but much like the empire strikes back all of the movies prior to this point or sorry not empire strikes back return of the jedi much Mm -hmm. like return of the jedi everything is a culmination right like this is fantastic it's funny it's serious it's like applying all of their super great talents to doing something good while also making sure that they are also robbing banks and being complete (laughs) thieves. The whole thing is funny, right? Like, even without um, just showing the art for it, and it's something where I've actually, I've got on an Amazon order, uh, I'm waiting for the full book series uh, from Harry Harrison to arrive. Yeah, like, you convinced me pretty, pretty well uh, I might even just get it on Kindle because I, I don't want to wait, but I just like having books. Um, mm-hmm. It just it seems like such a like such an intriguing character. It seems like an intriguing story. So I'm interested to see like if this is what they made out of it, what the source material looks like, if that makes sense. Sure. 
Um, nice. Yeah, so, I, I, I love the stainless steel rat books. I, you know, they're they're a formative book series for me for sure. They're one that I read a ton of when I was when I when I was younger, and have informed a lot of my sort of a lot of my sensibilities. Definitely. So the the next group. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go through rather quickly because it's a lot of them. So listen, man, Alan Grant and John Wagner in different locations here, but uh, fucking love the Hunters Club. Obviously, Midnight Surf or the Midnight Surfer was fucking great. Um, You know, I know Mm -hmm. this is a favorite for a lot of people. It was certainly one that I liked, but not something that I would put at the top for me personally. But it was fucking fantastic and made me feel so many things. (laughs) Of course... Of course, the four dark judges and side division um, with Judge Anderson. That shit nice. was yeah. fan fucking tastic. Um, and you know that's sort of like this. That's our Judge Dread segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know they 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 really did great work. It's memorable things. Like I I I remember you saying that the Hunters Club will return. I'm excited yeah. for that. Um, so let's let's go on a little bit more. I, I dude, uh, Alan Grant, Slavers of Drool. Like, fucking mm-hmm. absolutely love that story, especially with, you know, a- again, it's Johnny Alpha doing Frontier Justice, which Definitely. I think is, is sort of so core to the character, especially where he's going um, at the end of the year and, and getting sort of some insight into how him and Wolf um, sort of meet. But all of yeah, that like was predicated off of... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, all of it's predicated off of this fight, but, like, so much of these stories of strontium dog play into each other and and have deeper meaning if you've read all of them but slavers of drool and and sort of how johnny alpha is just kind of trying to turn this new leaf he's trying to live on this planet um you know smiley world and and just like be kind of this guy who's there to help people it's it's I, i don't know it's just really striking with how he how he as a person wants to sort of show people that mutants can be a force mm-hmm. of good, not a not a force yeah. of evil kind of thing. Definitely. Um, of, of course, John Wagner and Alan Grant, again, for Mean Team as a runner-up. Uh, mean Team's oh, fucking wow. great. I don't... <laughs> I, I do not get this. I, I guess maybe eventually I will. Um, I, I gotta save some of what I want to say about it for later. Mean Team is fucking... I, it made me really enjoy things. It's from a sillier time, I feel like. Like, I could have mm-hmm. been reading Dan Dare along with Mean Team, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, I like, agree with that Just, like, the ridiculous sure. exploits of these people. And it it's this blast from the past that I enjoy because it's so on the nose and definitely evil and definitely not okay. But, man, oh, man, if I'm going to at all give a top spot for stories finally again and there's been kind of a theme here john wagner alan grant for hell trekkers clearly for me um this is one of the best stories that i've ever read from 2000 ad oh wow you know just in a just in a how different it is and i get that this is supposed to be a thrill power overload and i would not consider this a thrilling um i guess story mm-hmm. but it is one that in juxtaposition to everything in a proper juxtaposition um is like a serious horrible story about yeah. everybody dying and it, it got to the point where I was looking at and trying to count all of the deaths 
that happened and how many survivors there were compared to like a sample size of how many people there are in Mega City One and how often people die there, like uh, based on oh some reports. Like because they they literally say it's better than living in Mega City One, and yeah. are actually it's fucking true. It's true by like uh, like three X or some shit like that. Even for everybody who dies on the Hell Track, that is still a better ratio uh, in most cases. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like sixty percent of, of the team of the group made it to Hell Trackers. <laughs> so that's I mean that's the thing is like go back to the fucking wars or some yeah. of the shit that's happening I mean, and how many know, people get wiped yeah. out. Fair enough. I it, mean, it was just, I'll, I'll it was, say that, that they were talking about, they weren't talking about survivability. Like it's literally sure. better to die free than live in Mega City one. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I'm there. It, it's, I, you know, I'm obviously I'm being, uh, uh you know, ridiculous yeah. as I normally get, but <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking like, it's pretty fucking close, and and the thing about all of it is, is that it's it's just worse out there, and they decide to throw themselves at this thing, mm-hmm. where even at the very fucking end, this guy is just crawling the shores of all of the fucking rivers, trying to find his crab baby. Yeah. Like, the the racist Chinese family is, I <laughs> guess there and they seem to be the only ones who've made it out unscathed by just being isolationists and that says something i guess like <laughs> it's it's just such a bizarre story to behold in the pages of 2000 AD that i yeah. i i understand why people don't like it very firmly i understand but i i fucking treasure it i think people should read it it's horrible it's terrifying and if and if anything like you know, you you talk about so much about how the city is a character. These are mm-hmm. the people as a character responding to the city as a character, right? Like right. These, this is a byproduct of that city, and <laughs> this is what they're willing to go through because of that character, and Definitely. that is terrifying. So, uh, great work. That's what I do. Conrad, my God, please stop me from talking and start talking about your stuff now. Oh, buddy, I thought that was some good some good um good nominations, man. Uh, Hell Trekkers for top. That's amazing. Um okay, Oof. so <laughs> I got a bunch uh for my my second runner up, I'm gonna um agree with you and have a uh, Grant Wagner on it. I mean, they oh, just do yeah. everything. You know, you can't you can't talk about writing in 2000 AD and not like at least like you know have a couple things to say about Grant Wagner. They write like 40 to 60 percent of any individual prog. You know what I mean? It's insane how much output they've had this year alone. Like you know, it, like at any given time, if they're you know if 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 Dredd's in there, that's one. And then if there's any, you know if there's if, if Johnny Alpha's in there, that's another one. And then anything else, you know. So like Hell Trekkers ran the whole time. That's all of them. You know. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. But, and really great stuff. You know, just um, they kept things going. There was a little bit of a stumble early. In the, and, and what keeps them as my second runner-up, I feel like, is just the problems they had with uh, City of the Damned that sort of was abortive this year yeah. and sort of, you know, is... I mean, you know, you got to do... It's you got to tell the stories you want to tell, of course. But it sure. does end up being, to me, a little bit of a black mark on an otherwise, like, you know awesome year uh and then my first runner-up is pat mills uh you know slain and nemesis 
Like it hardly needs to be described. Like this, you know, he's really operating at the top of his powers here. Um, we, I feel like came down really hard on him for, um, in, in slain this year, I think maybe a little unfairly almost like where, I mean, you know, the cosmic balance thing is kind of ridiculous. And like, I guess I don't like it for the record. I don't really like it just because I feel like if you're, if doing something good empowers evil, then that seems like it pushes your heroes into a reactive role where like they, they don't want to do it because if they do anything, then it just makes evil more powerful. So they're stuck yes. waiting until, until evil has done something and then they're able to respond <laughs> because they're empowered hero. by that. But yeah, that doesn't, that just doesn't feel heroic to me. And so much, and like, you know, and while I guess whatever, you know, heroes or something or other, but with slain, which is literally, about like this barbarian hero you know it seems like it puts weird it's putting weird handcuffs on him that i didn't really like but otherwise i mean man that uh time killer story is so great like slain running around when he's using like the the wheat the bladed wheels of that chariot as swords (laughs) and stuff you know yeah dude like the big like arena battle where he's got like a mace with like biting skulls and he's fighting some robot and all this stuff with elfric and things like that oh it was all all real good and then i love this tomb of terror storyline it's one of my top you know it's it's a very simple this kind of dungeon crawling story but combined with the um gameplay with with, with the adventure game elements i feel like really makes it something that is unique and unusual in comics and so i'm really you know it's something i really like so i gotta put mills in in for that but for my winner for best writer i like you know i i wanted to wait but i I gotta say it's it's alan moore for halo (laughs) jones you know um because what the hell you know um I really like book two that um, both the story of Glyph and then the turn where you learn about like uh, to- how how Toby killed Brenna and and his fight with uh, with, oh with Halo God. and stuff. Um, the way and then, and then even even the aftermath like that um, the party where like uh, Halo and 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 Lux Rothschild like dance and stuff. All of that is is incredibly like. The way it more writes it really like draws you in and makes you feel like the the feelings for it. You know the way that, like you you care about to- like like as a reader you care about Toby and like like him as this sort of like uh, yes you know like protective robot like a dog kind of thing. And so when he turns out to be a murderer, it's like oh my god, like how could this happen? You know like like what like like my own trust was betrayed. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, like all the little things scattered around book two, especially that that end up getting um, like picked up, you know, the the how Lux Rothschild is sort of in the background of so much of the comic, not doing anything, mm. but just being there. So when he turns up and then reveals himself, that's like, you know, it's 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 rewarding to have been like, oh, yeah, what is this kid in the background, you know? Um, and and same thing with Glyph too, just sort of like how how they're sort of always hiding in there, and you're sort of wondering like what's going on with them, and how people forget about about them and stuff after they've talked is is really great. All of it's real good. Mm. Um, and it's or just, just how like Alan Moore is given such a a rap for having too many words to say things, but I I feel like he gives a lot of room for art, man. Yeah, I mean. 
I, I I agree. Like so much. I mean, I said in the original review of it. So much of, of 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 Halo finding out about Toby is the way that Ian Gibson draws her face changing and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely you know. I mean, it's it, it is kind of minimalist writing and like you know there people talk about a lot about in uh in book 2 how more got in trouble for having too much like future slang in Halo Jones book 1 oh, so we get to whatever. ramp it back a little bit for this one so so book 2 kind of I, I feel like some people are down on it but i really liked it and this like and just yeah just like the some individual moments in this one in in book 2 are really great and i really like you know and it's just real good and man like next episode it's book halo jones book 3 <laughs> uh, like i i read the whole thing last night and i'm really excited to start talking about no. it stuff oh my god oh it's real rough oh man okay don't tell me about this ah uh... oh man listen like we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do some things in this um, in book three, but anyhow, oh, speaking feelings. of uh, yeah, listen, all the, like gonna be some feels. Not gonna lie to you, but uh, Fox, it's real important. You know, we've talked about the two pieces of of a thrill, right? The art and the writing, but let's get real with best overall with category three best overall thrill. I Fox, mean, what's your top for 1985? Oh man, there's so there's so I, many. I mean, really, it's it's been a fantastic year. I mean, say sorry, 85. I think I meant to say. I don't know if I said that right. Anyhow, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, look, I so unlike other categories, um, this one is small. So look, I've only got Ooh. one runner up this year, and the one I'm choosing. I've already kind of talked about extensively. It's Hell Trekkers, right? That's my nice. Hell Trekkers, just from. Um, I mean, we didn't get all of it this year. It was obviously the beginning, yeah. of last year and and everything like that. Just simply like how it continues to sort of try to pull things together and only to just kind of break them apart and destroy them <laughs> uh, is is both horrific and insane and. You, you start getting callous to things until you're not, and then it just starts murdering more children. <laughs> um, I, I really did um, absolutely love this story. I, I strongly suggest whether or not you think a sad story should be in the pages of 2000 AD or not. If you like the Ballad of Halo Jones, at the very least, you certainly disagree with that. Um I would suggest going through it. Certainly Conrad and I did, and we both have differing opinions about its efficacy or its place here. I mean, um, which you I, didn't, you know. I, I think <laughs> is a good thing. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I think I mean, us disagreeing yeah. on that is good. For the record, I don't think hell trekkers is bad. I just think that it's a bummer. No. Like, and that, and that yes. speaks to it too. It's, 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 it's quality. Right. And so it's more yeah. than like, that like, you know, you know, it's just like, I, I feel like the peep like everybody dying and stuff like that wears on me a little bit and 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 bums me out. So I'm not. And that's fair, you know. So like yeah, for the re- like I'm not like saying like like Hell Trekkers no. like ooh like like that's a shitty comic. I'm saying Hell Trekkers <laughs> like whoa like you know like that one bummed me out. I don't know if I like it that much because of, more because Con- of what of, of what it makes me feel instead of that like I think it's terrible. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyhow, Conrad sorry. confirmed for hating Hell Trekkers forever. Hell Trekkers oh, fans no. destroy him. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, like, but what I mean is just that that we we sort of take a different tack to the whole thing. Right? Yeah, like, that's for sure. I don't, I don't, I don't like getting bummed out, but I like getting bummed out when it's when it's good. And mm-hmm. this to me did a great job. I don't necessarily think it should be in something like this, where again the the prospect is thrill power. I was not thrilled. <laughs> reading it in fact i was whatever the antithesis of thrilled is but that still doesn't mean it's not compelling fair um this is this is a lot of words getting to the fact that man of course it's fucking halo jones like how could this (laughs) not go to halo jones so i'm gonna give me a second because i'm gonna talk about this for a second please so listen um halo jones doesn't uh just out the gate start at what what was it like 405 Something like that, mm-hmm. like the, our first our first comic starts in like four or five or something, where it opens at a school. In right. this school, they're talking about her life, getting a bunch of facts, kind of weirdly incorrect, as you do because history degrades over time and all of this shit. But um, the, even in that like small one prog entry, we get uh, between this like professor and this student a blossoming story that could have been and and why this person is obsessed and we get some intrigue into like well why is he obsessed and all this other stuff never to be explained Mm -hmm. as far as i can tell um because i haven't read the third book obviously and i i at least enjoying alan moore um you know i i don't know if i will oh and fuck i i should say this is going to everybody this is this is fucking Alan Moore. This is Ian Gibson. This is Steve Potter. You guys eat yeah. your goddamn heart out. So as we go in, like, there are just distinct moments, right? Like, it's the world building um, uh, with her and, God, I don't remember his name, Mr. Normal Man. God, what is his name? Uh, Who, the guy like that the, she had a super like, crush on. Mr. Gold oh, yeah, Sandwich like, or whatever yeah, his name yeah. is. That that's good enough. It's definitely yeah. <laughs> not cold sandwich, whatever. But like, it, so so like her blossoming infatuation with this guy. Um, overall, uh, just kind of her roommates and how different they are from her. Right, like she has this overly protective roommate, and she's got uh, possibly one of the best characters I've ever seen. Um, sort of elaborated in the pages of. A fucking comic book um uh yeah which glyph. i guess it's yeah glyph which i guess is sort of telling that i can't remember <laughs> its name um, very ironic like, yeah like yeah the story of glyph being fucking fantastic and kind of it just taking an entire prog to kind of explain her situation her mm-hmm. payoff during there, um yeah. the 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 time with toby which was fucking intense uh toby himself like building up the fact that that she knew this uh, that halo knew how to speak ocean and whatever like dolphin speak cetacean, and that being yeah. a payoff yeah cetacean and that being a payoff um like everything horrific happening this the clara pandy has not been great to her in any sort of sense or fashion no and then it ending with her kind of having a moment and and getting to dress up and go to this thing that she doesn't want to go to dancing with this kid who's who's kind of insistent and joking with him only to find out that he's literally the richest man in the entire universe mm-hmm. um 
and and that being kind of like this heartfelt moment of like okay things are things are looking up for you halo and then finally she suits up she goes out on this cold horrible planet she goes to get a drink at what was once the most happening bar it's not anymore <laughs> yeah everything's calls moved on her old yeah. friend calls her old friend Rodice and uh yeah i'm not making it and you're kind of all alone in the universe now kid like mm-hmm. oh and and that's just how it ends. It ends dark. It ends sort of sad, and and she's she's grown as a character. She's grown as a person. Like this mm-hmm. is officially like the child of of her past, officially dying. Right. Like mm. everything horrible that has happened to her has only been tantamount to the fact that like the one thing that could have connected her to her past just isn't there now, and she mm-hmm. isn't going back. Um, like that's real character growth and all of those things are why I love Halo Jones. Um, it, it is like the best comic I have read read since Skiz. Um, and holy shit, that was also an Alan Moore project. So like, I, I, I kind of don't want to give any more words to it. I'm very curious to what you consider best thrill is, but, but that's mine and why. And it's been fantastic. And so, Conrad, I can only ask you, um, do you definitely share my opinion 100% question mark? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I liked like my my top Halo Jones, but let me get let, let me get there. Yeah, of um, course. So I had a couple runner ups here. Um, my first runner up was 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 Slain. Um, I oh, really, fuck. Yeah. Like we were, we were, you know, again, like I'm, I'm listening back and stuff and I feel like we were really rough on Slain. Um, oh, early on, but I mean, yeah. that shit changed, but I that shit really changed on a dime. Yeah. We really like, I, I really like we, when we got to the end of time killer and there was sort of the opening of tomb of terror and that really changed things. Mm. Um, I'm really excited for this new direction and just the new, um, this new version of Slain and how we're going to carry it going forward and stuff. I really think that oh, I love it. You know, it like this is the stuff that really puts Slain into its own thing as opposed to just being kind of like potentially being called like a Conan ripoff or something like that, right? Like, yeah, it's man. This, Dragon it's, Heist, goddammit. Yeah, but it's just adding this element of crazy mythology and, um, and like gods and belief systems and stuff like that that mm. will um that sort of will elevate slain to greater heights and that I'm really excited about um my my next one is the story the midnight surfer the uh, the, the 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 dread story you know Wagner Grant uh, Kennedy um mm-hmm. which is my favorite you know it's my favorite dread story basically it's one of my favorite and like probably one of my top overall 2000 AD thrills so I got to put it, it in here. It. I love, yeah, just the, um, just the opening, just this, you know, these, these characters in Mega City One defining themselves, this great action packed race through the city, uh, you know, de- deadly race through the city, culminating in, uh, dread leading Chopper away as the city chance's name is really amazing. And like, for me is a re- really a defining dread moment and really establishes this character of chopper that's going to be with us for a long time um and i'm really excited about it uh my my final runner-up w- was nemesis this year man i love nemesis buddy uh nemesis the warlock is fantastic <laughs> yeah and making the transition from um o'neill to talbot has been really interesting 
Um, I'm really excited about this story. It's going to go on for a long time, actually, so that's going to be kind of interesting. And yeah, again, it's just it's it's one that I'm always looking forward to. Like, all right, so when when's Nemesis coming back? You know, when when are we gonna you know move this thing along? You know, I've always got 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 countdowns to it mentally, where I'm just sort of like, all right, like okay, so then <laughs> then Nemesis is going to start again, and everything's going to be cool. You know, oh man. And then finally, yeah, Halo Jones is my is my winner for top thrill this year. Uh, I really love book two. Just the I, you know, Halo out on her own and dealing with this new setting, the way they set things up for future stories, just and then just the weirdness of the future world. I mean, the Pandy's less weird than the Hoop, I think, um, but it's still got a lot of stuff and just dealing, you know, and so, but it means that while sort of the setting isn't really weird, it means it means the characters become a lot more important. And that's what we see in book two. It's mm. the care it's it's you know, it's it's Glyph, it's the Rat King, it's Toby. Um to a lesser e- Rat King. Yeah. To a lesser extent it's it, it it's Halo and Toy and just getting to know these characters and how they sort of go through things and stuff. Um and just really has me so excited for book three and it's really and that's really the thing that I think of when I think of eighty five in two thousand AD is uh is 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 Halo Jones book two that you know just sort of coming in here like like blowing everybody away and then just sort of leaving for the rest <laughs> of it you know um yeah it's, it's just, yeah it great. blows a hole in the early part of the year right and then just yeah. boom enjoy. So. You know, it's really like you know. I mean, the, I mean, Halo Jones is one of two thousand eight is acknowledged as one of two thousand eighties classics, and I really think it earned its wings. Um, you know, since it started, really, but 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 you know, really continuing it here. All right, so let's go Oof. to um. Oh man, lot big spinnies this year. A lot of stuff to talk about. Right. Uh, so let's go to uh cat category four best month. What's your like top oh, like boy. month or like maybe episode of the of the of the show this year, Fox? So uh, I got some runners up. Clearly, I've got to mention August 1985 being the best month ever because that's when I was a born, oh. not because of anything inside of it. Because it was fine. It was a, it was a fine episode that we went over. It's fine, <laughs> but also because I was born there, and everyone should celebrate. It's basically like the Easter Bunny. And Santa Claus had a baby. It's the Easter Claus. Fair enough. <laughs> Everybody gets candy. I don't. I don't know where that was going. Anyway, uh, my second runner-up um, is is fresh in my mind, and that's uh, that's December nineteen eighty-five. And um, it's it's crazy because I I was so close to giving this the top spot specifically because. Slain literally blows my mind for interactivity with comic books. Like that, that is so. I, I'm a game guy. Like I love, I love a good game. Doesn't matter what kind of game. I like playing. And mm-hmm. like my comic asking of me to sort of get invested in this way was very novel for me. Uh, yeah. Like I've never done something like that. Like I don't give two fucks about contests. I don't care about collecting and cutting out things to then send in a whatever or counting a, the droids to do a shit like that doesn't matter like like get me engaged for the next story keep me guessing because like any of those things that i that i was rolling on or deciding on, i was like i don't know 
what's coming in the next story because any of these things could be mentioned in any sort of way and it was just so fun uh the judge dread stories for december were fucking fantastic uh i love mean machine angel i love that he literally makes a man explode yeah <laughs> by the end of it like that's how that's how this resolves itself um, I love how Judge Dredd is basically being viewed by a bunch of children on how to brutalize citizens. Uh, <laughs> that weird, that weird vulture guy who kind of gets just evaporated by radiation. The ugly yeah. ball, you know, it was just such a, an interesting time. Um, obviously, Strontium Dog going back in time. We're meeting Wolf. How they got together, like that's an engaging story. I want to see how that plays out next year. Um, and, you know, Rogue Trooper uh, is dealing with aliens and uh, the breakdown of alliances, and he's back on the planet that he originated from. I'm pretty invested in that story, more so than I would say most Rogue Trooper stories ever. Um, I like that he's he's kind of got a Nort ally in this. He's trying to, he's trying to navigate this situation. Like, that made it pretty interesting for me. But hmm. man, oh man, I will tell you nothing fucking tops October and... <clears throat> Excuse me while I adjust my glasses and begin to go down my list. <laughs> so, so number one, Nemesis confirmed for a complete asshole against humanity. He kills a busload <laughs> of kids, literally doesn't care, then tells Purity to fuck right off even after her diatribe. Candida is both hot and awesome. She's got <laughs> massive metal hair. She's ready to fucking throw down, which brings me to my next point. Purity can throw a fucking punch, and she is down to throw down. She literally oh, yeah. just wipes blood off of her mouth and just starts beating the shit out of Candida. It's awesome. <laughs> and then, and then the month ends with Torquemada and Nemesis teaming up. We don't get the reveal yet, but that's coming in the next fucking uh, month. And that's like, holy shit. Like, this shit's for real. These guys who hate each other are totally on the same side right now. That's insane. Sam Slade's story literally goes insane. He oh, goes yeah. insane, or at least people try to convince him that he's insane, telling him that he can only see hoagies and stogies, only to then figure out, like, oh, I no one's here, I'm just getting fucking drugged, kills all of the, like, hoagies, and then erupts from a fucking box in the middle of a goddamn, like, ballroom, only to then get jumped by a bunch of hoagies with guns, like, holy shit. Yeah. Like what's go what the fuck is going on? Full here, total man? recall. It's, it's awesome, yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's it was just so engaging. Uh Judge Red. There were two two part stories that happened this month. So the first had to deal with, hey, it's okay to gas citizens, but in long form, that was awesome. <laughs> it's just like getting that revealed to me from a conspiracy nut. I mean, you or know, at least it's, like a, it's a, a an eyewitness. Gassing, you know. I, you know what I mean. I'm just like, that just adds this layer of just like a nonchalance to just gassing yeah. people and too much literally kills you. No, they And then, not oh care. my God, possibly the best fatty story I've ever read. Like, it's heartwarming, but yeah, also Tony, man. terrifying. Yeah, man, it was adorable. And, uh, dude, I can't end this without talking about the coolest moment that has happened in entire 1985 like ballad of halo jones aside man mean team literally puts a, a man's brain a psychic man's brain inside of a fucking panther they yeah. put a man's brain 
inside of a fucking panther, then go ahead and, like, start murdering the shit out of people until Bad Jack gets a fucking special number and he just walks the fuck out. He just mics drops. And you don't get the reveal for why. Guess what, motherfuckers? Cliffhanger. It was a great month. Everything was awesome. Everything was tight. Everything was exactly what it what I wanted out of a month of thrill power. Fucking October, man. It was great. Everyone should read October 1985. It's it's fantastic. Nice. And that's all I have to say about it. Conrad, back to you in the studio. Oh, man. Awesome takes, buddy. Hey, I'm actually going to agree Oof. with one of your runner-ups, which was... Um, like for us, episode one thirty four, uh, pro like four twenty seven to four thirty, which is late July and the beginning of August of eighty five. Mm. That's my top month because fuck yeah, man! You got uh, Super Surf Seven, like like it's it's that story, which again, you know, top story. So the month it's in's got to be top, but that's also when this new Nemesis story started. You know, um, it's when. The we, we got the time killer finale, so we see like the big city of like gulag and all the craziness yes. there. Yes, uh, like Judge Death gets sent to limbo, Ace Garp starts his big uh croakside trip duel, you know. So he's like, you know, I'm gonna bite off that guy's nose. I love that. Um, and then <laughs> also, does. yeah, and then uh, Rogue fights Camel Tars, you know, so they're two thirds camel, one third <laughs> trying to fight you, or one half trying to fight you, you know. And that's that's the I ju- feel like when you I started did doing this that all joke. to work in Camel Tars. I mean, you know, it was definitely when I saw that Super Surf was the same month as Camel Tars, I was like, well, okay, like, I don't know what else I can do. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a bu- has just a bunch of really great examples of stories that I really like and, you know, things starting or having, you know, really high points. So that, that feels like the, the top month for me. But I think your choice is also a really good one for sure. And so with that, now that we know the best month, Fox, it's time for the great esoteric question of the uh, spinnies, which is category five, <laughs> category five, best year. All right. We're now, we've now done, what, like nine years? Of, or no, eight years of 2008? 1977 to 1985. My question for you, Fox, is what is your, where does 1985 rank among all those other years? I am going to tell you, I, so I've been always keeping this simple. You're the, you're the guy who's got it complex. I feel like this is going to change once we hit the 90s, but man, oh man. <laughs> of course, 1985's at the top. I've had a... An ascending year order since the yeah. start, I think, pretty much. And uh, I do think that it's just getting stronger and stronger every year. I, ah, fuck, like 1985, I am not disappointed. You guys are in full fucking stride. I'm excited for 1986. It It's the year that my first sister was born, so you've got a lot of living up to do. She's great. So, <laughs> motherfucking, like, let's blow this out of the water because i am i've already seen sneak previewed january which has ballad of halo jones which just tells me shit's gonna get really great uh i'm excited i i just like it's it's so easy for me anyway (laughs) that's me conrad time to go to your convoluted list (laughs) always yeah so for me man i loved a lot of 85 there's some really great stuff in here um but for me, oh. there's a big black mark in '85 and a City of the Damned, man. Um, ah. Just the the big dread epic getting like cut off early on and stuff, like like bailing that out is of it. Really fair. It's a mark against the year, you know. For me, 
Because of that, I'm going to put 85 two back. So right now, my top year, my my best 2000 AD years goes 84, <laughs> 83, 85, 82, 79, 81, 80, oh. 78, 77. <laughs> Go to hell. That's how it goes. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got, I feel like, and I, I, I was going to do it for this one, but I didn't have time. But I think for next year, I'm going to try actually like applying some values to these different years and sort of try to explain Rate how things categories. go. Yeah, and kind of have like some actual like ratings and stats to explain how the years go or something like that. You know what I mean? That's oh God, that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that... Your list is much more fine-tuned than mine. I, for me, it's just like, how do I feel by the end of the year? And like, am I am I happy going forward? Your scrutinization is literally making for a, a to me, at, at the very least, if someone were to say like, hey, if I were to read only one year of 2000 AD, which one would it Oof. be? And you would be like, hey, man, if it's within this spectrum, it's this one completely. Yeah, you know? maybe. Like, I don't even know if I'd, if I'd say that. If I'd say, like, 84 would be the year to read. Um, I got to think about it, you know? <laughs> and then for best year for all of 2000 AD, I mean, there's, like... It, uh, there's points where it just becomes apples and oranges, you know? Like, if you were comparing, like, a really good, like, early 2000, like, you know, like, some year in, like, you know, like, 2002 or something like that to, like, 1978, Ooh. like, th- th- those are completely different, like, oh types God. of food. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> you know what the, you know what we have to do at some point? We literally have to pick a random year between the 70s and 80s and then compare to a year in the 1990s to 2000. <laughs> I mean, I think I got to say, like, like recently I was looking at some old stuff that we've done, like in like the really early episodes. And Mm. it's amazing to see just how different 2000 AD is even then from where it is now, you know, like I mean, Bill Savage was there. Yeah. But I mean, even just like in like how the art looks or how things go in the comic Mm. and stuff, you know, it's a really it's a different beast. And I think it's really it's really interesting to see the change that I feel like to us has been really gradual, but it's definitely you can really like see see the changes and stuff. Oh, man. I I definitely remember there being like seven comic books or seven comics in one edition before. And we now have, I think I mean, we're getting yeah. to like four or five. Now we're at four or five. I mean, like action, like on Space Spinner Reaction, they have eight eight mm. stories in one issue. Jesus it's ridiculous. Christ. You know? Yeah, I, I know. Mean, I, I mean, I've been wa- listening to you guys go through them, and it's just like bam, 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 bam. And I'm like, holy shit. It's that guy just one, shot yeah. another guy. Each one's like three pages long, so they really like gotta really get in and get out for each each time, you know. So it's awesome. it's it, it's a different way of storytelling than even 2000 AD is in terms of like space and stuff. But hey, so Fox, let's talk about what our re- what, what what our listeners said. I put Hell out yeah a call for uh, Spinney's nominations. I'd say generally, if you're listening to this and you want to give me. Spinning nominations, but don't see me asking for it. You know, right around when, like, the July episodes are coming out, we're, like, we probably aren't actually taping the spinnies, but I'm starting to think about the spinnies, basically. (laughs) Yeah. You know, once we're at the halfway point for the year in release, like, what you're hearing on the show, that's probably a good time to, like, shoot me an email or some other way of contacting me and just being like, hey, like, so, Spinnies? I'm like, yeah, I got you. I'll take your your your, your nominations. So, uh, we got a bunch in the 2080 forums. Uh, Alex F. said, uh, for top artist, it can only be Carlos Escara, but my mind... 
Uh, my mind is ever blown by his amazing brick statues of the warlords of drool for top writer, <laughs> uh, Pat Mills, specifically for those bits of time killer that it, uh, annoy Fox and Conrad so much. I like the good <laughs> evil balance nonsense. That's fair. I mean, f- yeah, yeah, again, mostly it's not that I'm like, Duh, like this hippy dippy stuff. It's just that like, I feel like, again, it sort of causes your hair to be reactive, which I'm not a fan of in storytelling. Uh, I, I just feel like it would have been a better reveal. Right, that would have been mm. sugarcoated in through the whole thing. Uh, I mean, I think the exciting yeah. through. I feel like the big reveal was Golding talking about how he made a mistake of killing so of doing of taking out a really good person once, you know. Yeah. So for best for best overall thrill, the mean team. All right. Hell because yeah. I'm, I'm still my inner seven year old self. Never has violent death looked and sounded so much fun. Maximum kill points. Um, Fuck yeah, Alex. For his best month, October, if only because October 1985 is when <sighs> I read my first ever prog. But he also has got love for Two-Ton Tony and Farewell My Billions, uh, Robo Hunter, not to mention the Mighty Mean Team. So you guys are a crossover yes. with that. Solidarity. Yeah. And then uh, for best year, he says, you'd think for the reasons stated above, that uh, 1985 would rank as my favorite year ever, but frankly, Hell Trekkers and Horse Era Rogue are so dull, I think 1984 mm. has hedged this edge, or sorry, has wow. the edge for me. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> All right, then, man. And then... I did ask people um, if they had memories of of Space Spinner 2000 in or stuff we covered in 2018, and he says that his favorite uh, 2018 memory for Space Spinner 2000 has got to be our genial hosts waxing waxing poetical and practically weeping into their microphones over the glories of Skiz, which is super fair. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I it if it doesn't bring tears to your eyes reading the story, I don't. You're not even a robot. You're like some kind of other thing that literally can't process emotions. I don't and know. Some of them are stars indeed, buddy. Uh, next up, uh, oh. Whizbang says, um, as with the last spinnies, I'm just reading along with the podcast. So we can only do the first like the first part of the year. But for best writer, he's got uh, Gr- uh, John Grant Allen Wagner. Best story, Nemesis Book 4. Uh, mm. Best art, Cam Kennedy for Super Surf. Yeah. Especially shooting the O of the Okidoki Man. Excellent. Fuck best, yeah. <laughs> best month, July. And biggest improvement is Halo Jones Book 2. Ooh. Hey, that's really fair. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Our buddy, t- totally. Our buddy Eamon Clark from the Mega City Book Club says uh, what up? best. What up, indeed? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing Melt- Met- Meltdown Man on there uh, in 2019. I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. Um <laughs> Fuck best yeah. Ri- yeah. Best writer, Alan Moore. Best artist, Carlos Escara for Slavers of Drool. Top mm. thrill, Halo Jones. Best month, February. Yes. All right. Whoa. Mm. Indeed. That's sort of the end of Halo Jones and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, um, what else do we get? Oh, sorry. And then also in the forums, uh, Funt Solo says, he says, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I'm right. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> 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 so he's got top writer Alan Moore for Ballad of Halo Jones. Sequels are difficult to do well, but here Halo's universe expands. The Rat King, the Glyph, Toby's Motives, the Dance with Lux Chop, the Dolphins. It's all just so fucking good. Top artist Glenn Fa- uh, Fabry for his work on Time Killer. Seems to be at the top of his game here with amazing dynamic co- uh, combat scenes in the arena and brand new look for Slain. The top thrill was the Midnight Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> Chopper is last seen as King, St- King Scrawler from Un-American Graffiti 1981. What crazed genius set him on a power board four years later? 
It's top-notch thrills and the best dread writer, the man with the mm. plan, John Wagner himself, and a real treat of art for Cam Kennedy. Uh, from Cam, best hoppers. Kennedy showing us how to shoot <laughs> the O in style. That he's got Fuck honor- yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Then honorable mention is uh, Nemesis Book 4, The Vengeance of Thoth by Pat Mills and Brian Talbot. Crazy time-traveling soap opera antics with perhaps the two weirdest <laughs> families in the galaxy <laughs> and a crazed pet tyrannosaur, which is totally fair. Fucking and awesome. then also for honorable mention, Anderson's side division with the four dark judges, the return of the best supernatural threat ever to darken the doors of the Justice Department, and Anderson stepping up for her own series, top-notch thrillage, smudged slightly for the need for three artists. Let the dead fluids flow. Oh my god. <laughs> Goopy, gross dead fluids. Totally. And then finally, in email, we got one from Joe Eady, who's, who's, who's emailed us a bunch of times for these uh, spinnies. For best art, he's got Glenn, Feb- Glenn Fabry for runner-up. What a great debut, but he's going to get even better in the future. So for 85, it's a big win for Cam Kennedy. He illustrates all the best stories of that of this year and is straight away up there with, uh, with the iconic Dread artists. Up till now, Dread has had the big four of Ballin, Smith, McMahon, and Zascara. Now it's the big five. Oh, man. Um, best story is um, this is this is Pat Mills versus Alan Moore round three, um, and for him he says it's such a clear win for Pat Mills for everything he writes. Um, Alan Moore has been fatally handicapped by being told. Um, Readers find the hoops engaging slang too confusing and want to see more action. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Pat has decided he's com- he'll completely reinvigorate all of his best love creations by turning them upside down. Slain is a time traveler armed with sci-fi tech and fighting Lovecraftian dark gods. And I'll be it's glad when awesome. you take... <laughs> Yeah, though he's also he'll also be glad when Slain goes back to his Celtic roots. But Pat Moore makes it work through this she- through sheer pace and inventiveness, and then he gives us Nemesis and Torquemada forced to team up against Thoth on fire in 1985. Oh man, that's uh, great! Yeah, his best thrill is Nemesis the Warlock. Books four and five are masterpieces, bringing so many surprises to the stories, as well as the return of this uh, the return of the Satanus. Fox only had to wait two years for that, but in real time, we had to wait seven goddamn years, and it was so worth it. Oh, God. It, every time. For best month, uh, the month that really brought me to brought tears to my eyes was April. First, the shocking end of Toby and Glyph, then Rodice's terrible yeah. betrayal of Halo, and finally, the heart-wrenching oh. disappearance of Crustacea Glemp at the end of Hell Trekkers, no. 2000 AD's so... most emotional month ever. Totally, man. It's yeah. so down. Forever he'll 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 search looking for him look, looking for Crustacea. And then for best you year he still says hear I hear him walking the rivers calling for his daughter or whatever. It was horrible. Yeah, crab daughter to this day. Finally, he says, uh, for this year, I'll be so interested how, how Space Spinner 2000 ranks this year. There's some real gold in it, but too much of the t- of uh too much of the time, this seems to be a year where half the thrills in each prog are second best. After a disappointing rush end to yeah. City of the Damned, he says Dread has a lot of da- uh, bland stories. Halo Jones mm. was for- was sabotaged when they forced us to shoehorn in some crowd-pleasing action. He says there's no life in the Dark Judges. Oh, 
the Rogue reboot oh. sucks. And just when you thought the era of bad thrills <laughs> went out with the mean arena, we get the mean team. Oh, down on oh. the mean team. <laughs> so for him... A man's uh, brain is putting a panther... Uh, maybe I'm just the only one who thinks that human brains should be I gotta be say, I animals. think that's pretty awesome, too. Like, like I feel like not, not enough is made of it, you know? But so for him... Uh, <laughs> So, so for Joe, 1984 still rules, followed by 83, 79, and then 84, 85 in fourth place. We actually have a pretty similar ranking system, I think. Yeah. It's acceptable. And then I asked him about his 2018 stuff as well, but he says uh, Midnight Surfer is top. And also just sort of, you know, is complimentary of all the good stuff we did talking about thrills this year. I thought we did some pretty good stuff. I'm... I would say I, Conrad, am really pleased with our coverage of, of, of Halo Jones and really getting a good tenor on that one, if I Hell do say yeah. so myself. Anyhow. <laughs> I think, you know what, I think we should pat ourselves on the back. We uh, we did, uh, so there is one other guy that I'm seeing on the forums at the very least called Huey2. Oh, I missed uh, that one. He put his, it's all good. He uh, he puts his top writer as uh, Wagner Grant. His top artist, Bellardinelli. Top thrill, Ace Trucking, the most underrated of all 2008 strips. Fantastic stories, totally driven by the characters. And that ending, one of the top moments of the past 40 years. Can't, I, I mean, I, I agree and also just am horrified. I like, I did not expect it whatsoever. I don't, no way. I, mean, I guess you've yeah. read it like fucking twice now, Conrad, but no one expects a shit. sad suicide in the comedy strip, buddy. Like that's fair. No. <laughs> and, uh, in true solidarity, as far as I'm seeing for top months, hot month, October. I, oh, shit. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It is fucking thrilling. I will say that, um, for me, like it's actually the first time I've read that ACE trucking, mostly because ACE trucking was one of the ones when I was reading through the first time, you know, Maybe not the most exhaustive reader of 2000 AD, but my first time through, there might have been some thrills that I, you know, that I skipped on the way to dread each week or something like that. Um, so a lot of the ace trucking stuff is stuff that I'm reading for the first time. So it's been very exciting wow. sort of seeing how things go. That's, that just blew me. Like, sorry, my buddy. Entire mind. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, man. Oh. That's the spinnies for 1985. All oh, very exciting. Holy crap. How the hell did we get through all of it? Probably by reading everything that preceded it. Yeah, one, uh, one step at a time, buddy. One, one, you know, four progs as we go. Um, anyhow, speaking I'm gonna, of which, yeah. Well, uh, everybody, if you if you skip the end of the show, I'd say hold on this time because we're going to do the 1985 preview after I do the show business here. 85 pre- mm-hmm. or 86 preview, I should say, and all that stuff. But anyhow, I I hope everybody enjoyed the show. As always, you can find Space Spinner 2000 on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, or podcast site, spacespinner2000.com. Feel free to contact us at spacespinner2000 at gmail.com. On the 2080 forums or our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages on Twitter at spacespinner2k. Everything else look up at spacespinner2000. You'll find us there, my friend. And in 1986, Fox, man. Okay. <laughs> so All right. Lay it Retur- on me. Returning thrills in, in 1986. All right. Uh, Ace Trucking. Mm. Judge Dredd, of course. Okay, cool. Of Halo course. Jones Book 3. Uh, yes. Sl- Slane's going to continue on. We'll get some... Awesome. We'll have, I've got uh, my dice ready. Yeah. Strontium Dog is going to continue on and then late, uh, with the Ragnarok mm. storyline. And then we'll get the Rage storyline later, Ooh. which is going to be real amazing. Okay. So two X Strons. Uh, a, a fair amount of Stron, actually. Um, and then, Ooh. you know, more Thark the Mighty stories, uh, just a little bit uh, ahead of, uh, Pro- of, of Prog 500, uh, which is a big one. 
and the last one for like 200 brogs or so. Uh, um, uh, Judge Anderson's going to come back, and we'll have some more Judge yes! Anderson solo strips. Yes. Also, Nemesis book, Nemesis the Warlock book six, which is called Torka Murder. <gasps> and at the end of the year, or towards the end of the year, we'll also have Rogue Trooper with the start of the Hitman storyline written by Simon Geller. In uh, okay. New Thrills, Fox. Four All New right. Thrills next year. We're going to get uh, Bad City Blue, which we saw a little teaser of. Um, mm-hmm. uh, how, how Robert Smith is doing the art for that one. We're getting single page strip that I'm incredibly excited about uh, sooner or later. Um, and okay. Later so we're year, not talking like Dash Decent or anything like it's that. It's that same. It, it's the same sort of one page, but it's much better. It's right by Peter Milligan. It's 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 real good. All right. Um, I'm excited. Then, then. late Tell in me. the year. We'll get. Um, we'll start Metal Zoic, which is this yeah. insane Pat Mills, Kev O'Neill story that's <gasps> got like robot aliens being all terrifying and stuff. It was released in the U.S. first, and now it's brought to uh, to the U.K. As okay. I understand it, I it's mean, really. I like Kev O'Neill. I like really Pat Mills. crazy. Yeah, we're going to be operating on our own brains. It's going to be real ridiculous. <laughs> What? Um, and then <laughs> what? the final story that, and then the, the final new story of 85 is going to be Bad Company, which will be starting in Prague 500 and is a, is a okay. future war, is a mind bending future war story, um, which is okay. going to be real great one that I'm really looking forward to. Also, All right. sort of okay. general, yeah, in, uh, also, there's two important new writers coming to uh, 2000 AD next year. Uh, future. Uh, f- yeah, that future big wheel in 2008. Grant Morrison's joining the team, and uh, also just general like a uh, comic book legend. Uh, Neil Gaiman's going to be there for a cup of coffee as well. <gasps> what? 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 Yeah. I've read I mean, some of that man's books. I've also read his poetry book, which is like, yeah, right. he's going to be 2008. Like Sandman. Like, yeah. Oh, me. I mean, me too. Good lord. But he's he's gonna be in two thousand AD for like a cup of coffee, basically. But you know, oh. Grant Morrison will be around for much longer. We'll start getting Zenith and stuff like that. Awesome. Seven. Uh, then big dread stories in uh in in nineteen eighty six. Oh. We'll oh. Get, uh, so we're getting an epic. Yeah. No, but just a couple like like longer form stories that are going to mm. be important. Uh, right at the start of the oh, year, we'll get oh. the Warlord, which has some Mega City One regime change in it. We'll get oh. a letter from a Democrat, which is a single shot story, but it has big repercussions for all of 2000 AD. Then okay. we'll have uh, Kenny Who, the story of uh, Cam Kennedy trying to go to America to sell his comic art. The <laughs> ironically named Fists of Stan Lee, which involves Kung Fu, Excelsior, and RIP. And finally. Uh. <laughs> We'll have what? the Dread story Atlantis, which is when Dread will take the tube, and we'll finally get a chance to see some UK judges in the pages of Judge oh. Dread, which is going to be pretty exciting. Right, neat. Yeah. That's, kind of, that's neat. I'm stoked about it. This should be an interesting year Brits in, in Dread. Question mark? Yeah, yeah, Brits it. Okay. And um, cool. we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. It's going to be real awesome. And I'm I'm real excited. The next mega epic is in 87, I believe, uh, the Oz story. Uh, oh, and then... We'll have a couple big show milestones, like for our show in in eighty six. We're only, you know, this okay. is this is one forty one, so we're we're only like nine shows out from episode from episode one fifty, which is gonna be pretty good. 
And um, we'll also, and, and right at the end of the year in 85, we or in, in 86, I should say, I've been saying 85 for like months, so it's hard for me to say it right. But in, uh, <laughs> in 86, we'll also cross Prague 500, which is going to be pretty amazing. Whoa. Um, also, right. yeah, and generally, like for 2019, if you just want a little preview of that, you know, one thing to track is that we, if we keep our current pace, we should get into the 600s in um in the course of that year and uh we'll end the year just a little bit past our 200th episode if we keep the current pace if you don't want to do the math we finished this year having completed 21.5 percent of 2000 ad oh Oh, yeah god damn it conrad (laughs) fuck yeah for other programming notes you know 86 we're gonna keep doing four progs per episode that's been going real good i think um, mm-hmm. As well as having guest hosts for specials and annuals. Yeah. If, you, if you're listening to this and you want to be on an annual or special show, it's real easy. Just reach out to me any way you can, and we'll figure it out. I'll let you know that we're booked for most of eighty. For we're booked for eighty six, and we got most of eighty seven booked. But there's still plenty of stuff onwards, especially through. You know, I figure. Like the doors might close a little bit after like eight, the after like um, eighty nine, just for certain reasons. But um, until then, you know, if you want to do something eighty eight or eighty nine, like hit me up. We'll do it. It's real easy, real fun. I think. And yeah, why not? Yeah. Also for programming stuff, I hope everybody's enjoying me and Jason talking about action with Space Spinner Reaction. Oh, it's awesome! If you guys haven't checked it out, like I'm listening to it as a listener. I like Jason a lot. I, I that comic is just sounds so stupid. It's real ridiculous, definitely. I yeah, love I've, it. I've really enjoyed it. We're still cranking out episodes. We're in the height of action right now, and the ban and all that stuff won't happen until we're doing eighty seven here in two thousand AD. So I'm not gonna talk about our our, our future plans for it, but keep an eye out. Mm. There might be teases coming soon. Oh man. Ooh. But that's the year. Tune in next week as we begin nineteen eighty six. With one of our final shows of 1985, there's a lot of stuff happening next episode. We'll still be slain. Johnny Alpha is still hunting Max Bubba in the past. Ace Garp will return. The Warlord is coming to Mega City 1. And Halo Jones is back. Oh, fucking finally. Awesome. Yeah. Until then, I'm Conrad. He's Fox. And we are Space Spinner 2000. Spunky Spunky Earth 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 Earth